Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm coming to you live from Tulum, Mexico, where I have just attended the Art With Me Festival and really delved deeply into the transformative power of art. And what I want to share with you is some of my reflection from this time. Um, I came down here on an invitation. I was very, very keen to be in nature, to be outdoors, to be in this place, Tulum, which I've been coming to for over a decade now, and to be outdoors in integration with art and to you know, see the transformative potential that it offers. And there's two particular experiences that I want to share with you guys that um, were really uh, quite moving and quite transformational. And they're both, it was interesting because there's some amazing contemporary art, there's some amazing uh, art installations. But what I found that was that I gravitate to the traditional expressions of culture. And I went to two ceremonies that were uh, extraordinarily profound. One was a cacao ceremony. Cacao being the source of chocolate, but also being a symbol for the sacrament of the earth and used by the Mayans for millennia. Um, the other, a temescal, temescal being the traditional sweat lodge, the traditional sweat ceremony that has been utilized again for millennia. And I had the opportunity to, be, to do both while I've been down here. And both were profoundly transformational. And I share them because, you know, there's a variety of different ceremonies. And both of these ceremonies involve no entheogenic or mind-altering substances. They are accessible to anyone, child or elder alike. Yet both have what I would call the transformational technological capacity to truly change someone's perspective. And I would highly recommend if you get a chance to do a traditional uh, ceremony. Again, I think ceremonies are always held in the quality of the parties associated in their in the in the holding of that container. And so ideally uh, you sit with and find someone who is truly in reverence to that tradition and ideally comes from that indigenous lineage and can share with you in a good way, in a beautiful way, the honor and sacrament of that tradition. The cacao ceremony was so beautiful in that it's such a it was a female held space it was an invocation a calling forward of the medicine that is the cacao the sacred seed and we were all given these beautiful sacred seeds that had been prayed over by the the sacred fire that these women had sang into And as we sat in circle and I looked around and saw people really intentionally listening and really intentionally holding these seeds and into these seeds sowing their intentions, 
intentions both of what they were looking to release and intentions of what they were looking to call forward. I was reminded of the seeds sown through our intentions and how every step, every uh, action is in a way a prayer and a conscious expression of our dreams. And the cacao ceremony reminded me of the power of intentionality and what happens when we gather as a community together around song, around the fire, and around a sacrament where we have a common orientation and intention. And then when we drink that sacrament together, but we drink as if each sip is a transformational possibility. It reminds me, for example, of when I was a kid and I took communion. It was a different form of communion, a different tradition, a different lineage. But it's a, an acknowledgement of the transformational power of that which we ingest. And that certain things in the communion, wine becoming the blood of Christ, in the case of cacao, the cacao becoming, in, in my understanding, almost like the blood of the earth, the, 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 the sacred umbilical cord, if you will, to the earth mother. And when imbibing that substance with that intention, it makes every other form of consumption as it relates to food more sacred and reminds us of how powerful it is when we put things in our body with intention. And I was reminded as, you know, just earlier in the day, I I had lunch and it was a coconut and a raw pad thai and I, it was all the colors of the rainbow. And I thought, you know, it isn't the ingredients in your food. Food itself is the ingredient. And where we get lost is we've been eating these, started to eat these Franken foods that are so disconnected from the earth and from our environment. And so much of the disease we see around us is as a result of that disconnection from the earth, from the food we eat, from the elements. And I was reminded in the cacao ceremony and in this beautiful meal that right now we're amidst a pandemic. And whilst there's no question that, you know, things like masks are integral in slowing the spread of said disease, we're woefully remiss in talking about metabolic health, which is so connected to the foods we eat and the exercise and the sunshine and all these elemental pieces that our ancestors had as integral parts of their lives. And so what the cacao ceremony, what the art of the ceremony reminded me is of our intimate connection to nature, our intimate connection to the seed, the notion that the seed is the sacrament, the notion that our food is not an ingredient, the food is of the earth. And the, the closer we get to that source, the more nutritious, the more nutrient-dense, the more elevating that experience can be. And so in the consumption of the, of the cacao, the beautiful 
chocolate, then mixed with honey, which was literally graced by bees that, that came to that honey. And I had earlier in the day also bathed in this sacred mine clay and also covered myself in honey and removed that clay in the ocean. And it's said that that clay pulls out six months of toxins from your system. And as I cleared myself of the clay and the waters, and then I drank the, the sacred cacao, I started to recognize that I was purifying myself somehow, that I was purifying myself of, of the impurities that I had been accumulating, and that the clay and the cacao, and then the temescal, which is the second ceremony I wanted to tell you about, which wound up being the close of my experience that in these experiences, I was really clearing out all that didn't serve me. Temescal is, is like the sacred womb. It's, it's this beautiful, beautiful ceremony where through four rounds, like, the, like the, you know, the sacred directions, we are invoking the powers of, of that which is beyond us to help us get well to collectively purify ourselves through the heat of the grandmothers and the grandfathers, the sacred stones. A great Comanche friend of mine once said, people with the fire, they get transfixed by the flames. And the flames are beautiful, but the flames are also transient. The power, the true power is in the coals. And in the Temescal, we gather in a in a, in, a, in, a, in a container that's almost igloo-like in the earth, sort of sacred sweat lodge. And the, the coals, the, the stones, the, grand, the, grand, the grandparents are brought in and they keep the, 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 the fire going in a good way. And on them, intention is sown through kopal, through the sacred smoke. And at each round, that intention is, is shared and as the temescalero, the, the, the holder of the space, offers that copal, people have the opportunity to sow their intention. And again, I'm, I got clear, just as in the cacao ceremony, that intention is so, so important in, in any action and anything we set out to do. And then after the copal, the antler horns are used to, to sow that intention, to... to to turn the words and imbue them and transmute them into, into prayers. And then the sacred uh, plants are used to, to bring about various, uh, various ethers, if you will, various odors, various uh, steams. These plants are used with the waters over the, over the coals to bring about an incredible steam, which is, which is, which is both intense uh, with the heat, but also profoundly cleansing. And in the darkness and in the steam, in the heat, you know, there's an opportunity to pray and to sing. And there's an opportunity to release. There's an opportunity to release that which no longer serves, that which is holding us back. And in the four rounds, in the, in the, in the heat and in the steam, one really finds themselves. One comes closer to that which we can create together because it's in the collective song, in the collective prayer that we ride the waves through the steam together. 
and what would potentially be unbearable for one, we, we hold each other up in, in our collective prayer. And somehow together, we create a transformational container. And that container is one that purifies us. It's one that shows us the way home. And I've had the great pleasure of sitting through some profoundly uh, insightful Temescals. And each one I walk out and, you know, I am reminded of the preciousness of this life. I am reminded of the power of our collective possibility. I am reminded of how powerful it is when we pray together. And I'm reminded of the transmuting possibility of heat. How when we embrace and step into the heat, literally and metaphorically, when we transcend our comfort zones and move into and embrace discomfort, there's truly transformational potential and possibility. And when we do that together, that possibility is exponential. And so I share with you, my friends, reflections from a transformational art experience. And I know many of us relate to art as a static material object on the wall. But what I would encourage us all to think about is art as a shared, consciously created and recreated, an evolving, not static, but kinetic expression and experience, co-created through the minds and imaginations of the collective. And having studied ritual aesthetics and the role of ritual in creating culture in Sri Lanka some years ago, in a culture and place where there was no word for privacy, there was no word for possession. So when one person fell out of balance, it was the role of the entire collective to bring them back into balance. And they did so collectively from sunset to sunrise by ritually recreating their shared cosmological worldview, by creating these elaborate palm-fraud cities, by carving masks, and by enacting this beautiful masked ceremony with fire dancing and trance from sunset to sunrise, and bringing back the person who had fallen out of balance into balance, that individual, through the acts and prayers of the collective. And in that kinetic shared experience, everyone retuned. Like a beautiful song, the notes found their place, and they created a collective resonance. So to you, my friends, I want to say, I hope you're finding your resonance. Find the tools that bring you back to that resonance. For me, I am reminded of the power of cacao. I am reminded of the power of the temescal, the sweat, the sacred sweat. And I am reminded of the power of the collective and our collective action. Sending you guys so much love. As always, I'm so grateful you're part of this community. Please go out there and live your inspired life.